Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Pearlside Small Group Leaders podcast, where we help all you as small group leaders be more effective in leading your small groups. So first off, we just want to thank you guys for joining us. And my name is Lex and Lomi Bell. I help lead our downtown congregation alongside Pastor Tim Ma. And we actually have Pastor Tim Ma with us. Hello, church and leaders. Great that you could join us. And as of right now, we're going to be talking about our blessed series, and we're in part two, where we're going to be talking about how Jesus fulfilled the law and how it is important to obey God's word. So, Pastor Tim, you want to take us through the main thought in scriptures? Right. So, thank you, Lexan. So, last week, we talked about Jesus' version of blessed, and it's contrary to the world's version of what the world would consider someone being blessed. And at the end of last week, we talked about how Jesus then also gives us our new identity, that we are salt and we are light. Mm. And because of that, there should be a distinction in the way we live. And so with that being said, this week's focus, coming from the weekend sermon and Jesus' teaching in Matthew 5, as well as uh, who we endeavor to be as disciples, is that we need to be doers of the word. We need to Mm. obey God's word. And so the, the main thought here in our small group discussion guide, we'll see that we're helping people realize that God's word is, first of all, authoritative. That means because God said it, it is God's word. It, it, it cannot, we cannot contradict it. We cannot yeah. change it. And, uh, but the good thing is there's a purpose for that. God's word exposes sin in our lives. And not only that, but it points us to our need for a savior, So in that sense, we as group leaders, we should help our group members, first of all, for those that maybe don't see God's word as an authoritative word or a source of God's love. That's one of our goals in this group is to help direct people to that truth and principle. But also the fact that because um, we will never be perfect in obeying God's word, helping our group members understand that's why we need Jesus Jesus was the only one that perfectly obeyed the word of God, and he fulfilled perfectly the God's law. Mm-hmm. And so our focus uh, should be obedience to God's word because we love God, and through obeying God's word, we practically can learn to love others. So that is the whole purpose of God's law. And so this whole series is called Blessing. God's law, God's word, the Bible, is meant to be a blessing. And blessings come when we align ourselves to God's word. But here's the great thing. Again, we want to circle back around to this, that inevitably we will fall short. Now, we hope we don't. You know, we Mm -hmm. can all be perfect followers of God's word. Praise God. But one thing is we want to stay away from any undertones of condemnation for those that feel like they can't, uh, can't, they're not able to obey God's word. They struggle with that. Uh, we want to let them know that's why you need to draw closer to Jesus. Jesus is the one that helps us in our shortcomings. He's the one that perfectly fulfills it, and his righteousness becomes our righteousness. Mm. And then on a side note, before we get into our discussion and our scriptures, um, you know, downtown, we just had our Freedom Weekend last weekend, and that's another um, thing that maybe people may need to come through is being immersed in God's word through a class like freedom class. And uh, that might help them be better followers and doers of God's word as well. Well, we're going to quickly run through the scriptures right now. Uh, Matthew chapter five, Jesus here talks about that he didn't come to abolish the law, um, but he came to fulfill them. 
And then at the very end of that, in verse 20, he says, For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So again, the, the main point of this scripture is Jesus is say, uh, telling us the importance of God's law, that it's not done away with. Yep. Because sometimes we can swing to one end of, or the other. There's the, uh, this, this hyper thought of, well, Jesus did everything so I can live like hell. I can live however I want because exactly. Jesus is going to keep forgiving me. Mm-hmm. But Jesus also says that unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So what he means by that is that it's still important that we follow um, the law. But then the good news is we have to rely on Jesus because there's no one that can follow the law better than him. Right, absolutely. Yeah, no, Pastor Tim, I love how you even shared that because at the end of the day, when it talks about the spirit of the law and the letter of the law, God wants both. And in order for us to do that, God needs to change our heart before before he changes our hands. So he needs to change our internal motivations before he changes our external displays of what God wants us to do and how he wants us to live. But let's go to look at the second scripture, which is Luke 11, verse 28, where he says, He replied, as in Jesus, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Yeah, so there we see Jesus openly declaring that it is a blessing. Blessings come when we obey God's word. And then John 14 and John 15, both of those, just quickly summarizing it, Jesus is saying here that there's a connection, a correlation between obeying God's law or Jesus' teachings, God's word, and loving God. So we know God's love is abiding inside of us when we allow ourselves to be faithful to God's word. Right. So we're going to jump into the discussion questions. And um, the first two points here, of course, the first point, we see the usual what stands out to you. Um, again, group leaders, I think the, the main thing we want to see here is how do our group members see God's word? Hmm. Do they see it as something that is suggestive or they see it as something as optional, or do they see it as something that this is my uh, foundation for life, Mm. that I'm going to allow my life to be established on God's word, to be built off of God's word, to be directed by God's word. And so this is where, you know, we as group leaders, we don't have to be preachy at them because we're all at different levels. Right. But as a group leader, you want to use this time to tune in and, and intently listen and, and as, you're, as people are sharing on this first question, you want to zero in and figure out where are people at in, in seeing the word of God. Hmm. But then you want to then put that in your back pocket and, and remember to, to bring it up if someone doesn't really see God's word as authoritative or isn't as infallible, which means perfect and without any error then you want to maybe bring them on the side and and talk to them uh, another time to help them grow in faith in being able to see God's word for what it is. And then, of course, the second one here, uh, you may notice a second discussion question at the very end. It says, what practical steps do you take to include the word of God in your life on a regular basis? Yep. So that was by design that we put that (laughs) regular basis because... Part of the goal here is if people aren't regularly in scripture, you want to encourage them to get re- become regular in God's word. Right, absolutely. And then if you're going to even bring up some practical steps, I mean, even for me, we know that we have busy schedules. Sometimes right. we got to pick up kids. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're running late for work. One thing that I do when I'm running late to incorporate getting God's word daily in my life 
Sometimes I just listen to it while I'm going to going That's to work. Great. Like I listen to the audio Bible. I literally have the Bible app mm-hmm. on my phone. So those are some practical ways you can do that if you can't sit down and read it, which you should. But we know that a lot of us are in our busy schedule are not able to do that. But that's one practical way you can do that. And I'm going to take this time to also answer the third question where it says, share a personal story where you obeyed God's word because of your love for him. And even as I was kind of reflecting on this question, I was just reminded when I first got saved. And the funny thing about it was that I was a Christian where I would get crazy on Friday, get even crazier on Saturday, and then I would get sanctified on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And when I would do that, I would realize, why is there no real change happening in my life? So I realized that, you know what? I know the word, but maybe I'm going to try obeying the word. So what I ended up doing for about two months, I decided where I said, you know what, I'm going to stop drinking, at least for me, because I was a heavy drinker back in the day, and to stop womanizing and things of that sort. And when that began to happen, the results of my obedience is I realized that there was so many other things I can actually do besides just drinking and partying. And I realized that there was like a lot of revelation and things that happened. So I guess for me, what I would say and encourage you is as you're leading your small group, Think about a time where you decided to obey the word, even when it wasn't mm-hmm. easy. Right. Because there were times where the temptation for me was to go back to the bottle. But then I realized that I love God more than I love the bottle. I loved God more than I loved even doing mm. other things that were unhealthy. So I want to encourage you as you share, just share one personal thing. And even if it might have been hard for you, that's the better thing. Because when it's hard for you, it's probably hard for the people that you lead. But if you share that testimony, that it will encourage your people to do the same thing. That's great, Lexan. Thank you for saying that. And so as we wrap up our time together here on this podcast, um, I want to point back to the last few guides at the very end. You may have noticed, and hopefully you read it out to your group members or encourage group members, but Easter is around the corner. And uh, already, even before Easter, we've been seeing new people and guests and families come to our services. Uh, So what that means is our serve teams need to grow. And so this is a perfect time um, in in presenting the option for uh, members that are not yet in a serve team to encourage them. Hey, have do you think have you ever thought about joining a serve team? Mm. And so um, and and groups that you know serve together grow together even on a deeper basis. So Absolutely. maybe um, you might be um, in the parking ministry or an usher with some of your other guys, but there's maybe one or two guys that are yet to join. Uh, that would be a great way to continue to build that relational aspect in your group. And the last thing I want to say is that when you end your group, you want to make sure that no one walks away with this burden like, oh, yes. man, I got to go read my Bible every day or mm. now I have to obey the Bible. That's not the kind of spirit that Jesus wants us to have. And neither Absolutely. do we want us to put that on our group members. It should end with that, that thought and sentiment that, wow. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the one that fully obeyed it. But yet we get to obey it because we love you and it is a blessing to obey your word. Yes, no, absolutely. I love how you shared that, Pastor Tim. And I think it's also important to remind them that we won't be perfect in obeying God's word. But that's why God's grace is so great because God's grace is sufficient. And if we just repent on a daily basis, God will, through the Holy Spirit, will help us continue to live the life that he called us to live. And the last thing I'll share before we close is I think Kevin York said this, and I love how he said it. He said, it's not just hard to live the Christian life, 
but it is impossible mm-hmm. without the help of the Holy Spirit. Right. And the great thing is, is that we have the Holy Spirit to help us live the life that God called us to live. Amen. So small group leaders, just know that you have the Holy Spirit in you and the people that you lead, they have the Holy Spirit in them if they receive Jesus into their life. So we want to encourage you to continue to just be filled with faith, live that blessed life, yes. and continue to bring heaven to earth. We love you, and we'll see you next we week. We love you. Thank God you. God bless you.